Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. We are another, back. Another episode of Just Servants. What is what is Just Servants, Levi? I don't know, Ryan. What is Just Servants? No, you answer it. Just Servants Good. is, that's just what we go by, because we're supposed to be servants. Servants to who, Ryan? God. God and who else? Jesus. And others. Oh, and others. But most importantly, God and Jesus. Yes, yes. Isn't God Jesus? God is Jesus. Then. We're, we're going to debrief y'all on that next week with a certain theology professor. Tom Davis? Nope, nope. That'd be cool. His name is John. We Why? should do Tom Davis. <laughs> now, we have a special guest here again. 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 Who is this special guest? He um, he goes by none other the... Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh. Should, should, we, should we do the Todd Stelts? Like the most hype up we can get? The the brute man PhD uh, uh BBC he now known as Clark Summit he I mean he he was a professional college hooper oh yeah oh top tier golfer top tier coffee maker and knows more about coffee than a coffee dictionary word word and word. And who is this man, right? Oh, this is Brew Burtis himself. Brew Burtis, also What's known up? as Drew Burtis. What's up, boys? It's a pleasure to be here. What about girls? And the ladies that are listening. Obviously, I'm sitting in the podcast studio with, oh. with two men, but for y'all ladies yeah, that where, are listening. Where, where is the podcast studio? <laughs> podcast I don't think they know this yet. You don't, they don't know? Uh, it is in Hungry Door. Hungry Door. I'm not gonna, we're room. not going to say where yeah. because you know, we don't want fans. <laughs> it is falling. It's, it's not like we're... Filming, sitting three wide on the couch, <laughs> on a chair. <laughs> it's all right. Okay, but there's one thing we want to let you know. And me personally, I hate coffee. I hate coffee. Ryan's like something. I'm iffy on it. You know, yeah. I'm more into chai. Hmm. I'm, okay. I'm basic. I'm just a no-go. It, it, I, during camp, it's exhausting. And I, they offered us free coffee, and I took it. And I started drinking, and I... I, y'all can't see this, but just imagine my face like squinting and trying to swallow it down. I was like, mm. I like, um, I just had to keep yeah. on getting down. Yeah. yeah. I like my creamer with a little bit of coffee. That's, I see. That's how yeah. I like it. Uh, okay. I don't like bitter. So, but Mr. Brew Burtis, what'd you bring us? So, again, you guys can't see this, but uh, I brewed a, an AeroPress, Aeropress. which is a, uh, it's a type of, of coffee uh, filtration device. So right before I came here, I, I ground up some fresh beans and uh, did an AeroPress for these two boys to, uh, yeah, it's fresh. Fresh. Should be, oh, should fresh. be good. I, if I'm going to be honest, I don't know if it'll convince them that coffee, that they love coffee. Because if they're not coffee people, it's it, uh, it might not do it. I've also I think, had like the Folgers at the beginning. Of, like, I think what will convince me is like... Coffee every morning mm. <laughs> <laughs> for class. Now it convinced me. But I'm hoping that it's smooth. That's the difference smooth. between the, so it's not going to be real bitter or harsh. It should oh, be pretty okay. smooth. Okay. Maybe a little, a tad bit sweet, but again. Sweet. That might be sweet in my taste buds, not necessarily yours, so. All right, well. So they can't see our facial reactions, but. We'll, we'll, I'll, try, I'll try and describe the you, facial you go, reactions. You go first, Ryan. Be first. All right, I'll go. The semi-coffee liker. It's hot. It's very hot. <laughs> I don't know. It's like you I can mean, be honest. You don't have to like mask your uh, my responses. Identity. I I don't I don't know. <laughs> like 
It feels bland. Might, <laughs> might be a little bit because if you like if you like a little bit of coffee in your creamer, then it probably will <laughs> taste bland. I mean, I just taste hot. <laughs> That's it. I mean, there's a little bit of like like the stench, like not the st- yeah the stench to it. Is it bitter to you? Not really. Okay. That's a win. I'll count that. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'll give that to you. It's not bitter. All right. right. That's really hot. (laughs) Going for a second. Seconds. It's really hot, and it goes down smoothly. I don't have to, like, try to... You didn't squint your face. No. For those that cannot see this. It's definitely the best coffee I've ever had. Like, if this was offered to me, I would definitely drink it. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm going to turn down because it's coffee. So, hey, it's good. Who hurt my Mike Wazowski? Okay, that's, that's that's besides the point. Wow. <laughs> so, so for those who are listening, if you'd like me to to make you some coffee, I would be more than willing to. My office is in the Page Building. For those of you that are listening from the Word of Life Camp, I actually saw you a second ago. You didn't see me. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I went in to grab some cornhole gear that Mr. Brian Baker hooked us up with. Ooh, and I saw you, but I didn't is it like interrupt? Didn't know if you were like word study or anything. Mm. Yeah. It's like extra lo- worth studying because <laughs> yeah. we just worked on that. Is that like right. extra larges? No, it's large. Mm. Okay, nice, cool. All right, so, yeah. moving on to the next topic, which, um, Levi, what is that? The next topic. This goes, we're going straight into it, and we are going to ask Drew for some advice, okay? All right. And he has no clue what we're going to ask him. He uh-huh. preferred to go straight in blindly. And that is, <laughs> how do you balance family and life? Mm. That is a, that's a great advice question. I think it's very practical, especially for you guys as, as college students, as you're, you know, you're, you're in the beginning stages of your independence and learning what it's like to become an adult and have responsibilities and balance certain things. So for those who are listening that don't know a little bit about my family, uh, I've been married to my wife, Brittany, for over eight years, and we have two beautiful little kids. Our firstborn, her name is Adeline, Addie Grace for short, and she is six years old. And then I have a son, his name is Judah, and he is three. So our house is very busy, very energetic all of the time. And my job here at the Bible Institute is is fairly substantial. I put a lot of effort into it. It takes a lot of my time. He's really good at his job. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. That's what I strive we for. We appreciate you. Excellence. His son also likes dinosaurs. Yeah. Moving on. Does them all. Yep, he does. So my my biggest advice, and I heard this, I can't coin this phrase for myself, but I heard it from, from someone else, and I can't even remember who. Um, But being at the Bible Institute here, I am involved in ministry, ministry to college students as the, as the Dean of students with student life. That's what we really aim for. But I heard this piece of advice from somebody and it's always stuck with me. And, uh, the, the advice goes, if you are successful at ministry, but you sacrifice your family, then you've failed at ministry Mm. because your family is your first ministry. And so one of the things that I always have to keep in mind is, although I love my job and I love being around college students and hanging out and doing stuff like this and talking coffee, talking discipleship, 
with college students and golfing and yeah. sports, all of that. While I love doing that, I have to remember that my first ministry that God has called me to is my family. So that's a ministry to my wife, developing our relationship, growing in that, but then also discipling my kids and raising my kids. And if I fail at those two things, then it doesn't matter how successful I am as a dean of students, how many relationships I build with college students, I've, I've missed my main ministry that God has called me to. So the balance, it looks a little bit different all the time. Um, there are some weeks where I spend a little bit more time at work and a little less time at home, but then there's other weeks that it flips. The biggest thing that I try and do is I try to have harmony. I won't call it balance. I'll call it harmony. Uh, some seasons are different. Sometimes my family needs more of me than my job does and vice versa. So I try to have harmony as best I can, uh, but not neglecting my family overall. One of the best, well, your whole entire point there was uh, your family. And today we learned in First Timothy and Titus class with John Paul Barreca. Paul. <laughs> with Paul, <clears throat> like the apostle Paul, mm. um, I knew that. It just slipped my mind. Um, <laughs> with Paul is that he talked about, because uh, one of the questions he asked is, do you think it's, do you think, <laughs> hold up, let me rephrase it. It says in scripture that the number one priority of a man mm. is that he serves his family, and it also says that his children should be submissive to him as a leader in the church. And he asked, do you think if your children um, stray away from God, do you think a man should step away from the church to further that relationship? Mm -hmm. And he said, for him personally, yes, because it is his job to bring up his children to a faithful and loving relationship with Christ. Um, so he would step away. And then that's also going around the fact of fact of First Timothy. Anyways, we we're doing the whole entire paper on it. Do mm. Tuesday? Do Tuesday, guys? If you didn't know that, Tuesday. I finished last Tuesday. Mm. Very nice. Trying to say, I'm still on my outline. Oh. That's all good. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, but that's just uh important that your family is number one because that is the number one ministry given to you. Mm -hmm. Um, but other than that, I mean. I don't have many questions on family because, I mean, that's awkward. <laughs> well, we're going to cut this out because I don't know what to say. I don't know what question to ask. Well, let's see. Were you trying to, were you trying to hint that you're, that you're single? I'm a celibate, yeah. And you're, and you're ready to... Actually, I got it. <laughs> I, I am single. I'm ready. We're not cutting this out. We're not cutting out late. Hey, guys. We're not cutting that out because he just mentioned I'm single and ready to meet the lady. <laughs> That's right. He is single and ready to meet At the age of 37, if I do not have a loving wife with me, I am becoming a monk. Do not forget that. Mark his words. Mark his words. Do not mark my words, please. <laughs> I don't really want to be a monk. But even if you don't, you know, don't have many questions for it, it's still good to, to be preparing for it and thinking about it because mm -hmm. you can set up yourself with a mindset now that when you do have a family, you've already got this thought out and you can kind of go in with a plan on, okay, what is it going to look like for me to work a full-time job or to be in ministry, but then to balance that with my number one priority, which is, which is my family. Because the goal of obviously uh, relationships and family is to 
uh, raise your kids to know who Jesus is and to, to place their faith and trust in him. And that's, that's the ministry. That's what matters. That's what I'm looking forward to with my kids is mm -hmm. having those conversations about who Jesus is, what he did for, for each of my kids, and then hopefully leading them to a, to a faith and trust in him. In who? In Jesus. Who, who's that, Drew? Who is Jesus? Jesus is the, the son of God, 100% man, 100% God, Whew, who amazing. came to earth okay. as a human, right? That 100% oh, wow. man. Wait, so he was a God and he gave up his deity to... Did he give it up or did he just, he came down to earth. Wow. Like us, us humans. Wow. But wow. here's the difference between him and us. We have a sin nature. Sin is our natural bent. Yeah. Jesus being fully God was sinless. Oh, wow. While he was on earth. Imagine. And imagine this too. Okay. I'm imagining. Well, not yet. Did you understand it? Our... Our our penalty, right? The the wages of our sin. Oh, okay. You know what that is? No, tell me. It's death. death. Oh my goodness! And not just a physical death, an eternal separation from God in a very real place called hell. Hell, like that, like the like the bad word. Yes, like like wait, fire. So that's not just a word. It's not just a word. Oh, it is a real place. And here's what Jesus did for us. Because he was perfect and did not sin, he actually laid down his life for us. He oh. took on that death for us, the penalty for our sin. And all we have to do is place our faith and our trust in him that he is the substitute, that his death was enough to pay for our sin. And when we do that, we become sons of God, sons and daughters of God. We have a relationship with him and we have hope to be with him for eternity. So not eternal separation from him, but rather eternal life with him. Whew. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I want my kids to know that. I want everybody oh. listening to know that. I feel like that'd be scary as a parent. Mm -hmm. That's the most scariest thing. Like, mm -hmm. hey, when's my kid finally gonna, mm -hmm. when are they finally gonna accept Christ, you know? But we try not to push it. And oh, people yeah. have yeah. asked us that. Like, oh, yeah. hey, is it so my six-year-old is the one who probably she knows the most at least she's familiar with with things because we take we go to church and she hears the bible stories in in her class and so she knows the most about it and asks the most questions uh, but we get asked all the time like hey does she know the gospel has she placed her faith in jesus and we're like not yet we don't we want to be urgent of course and we want to mm -hmm. be talking about it but we also don't want to just mm. pressure her into you need to make a decision right now. Uh, so we're just continuing to have good conversations so that she understands who she is, who Jesus is, what Jesus has done for her, and how she can have a relationship with him. Hmm. It is a very delicate thing, yeah. uh, wanting to be hyper-focused on that and have those conversations, but then also being patient, knowing that God is going to, God's going to bring her uh, to that knowledge at, in, in some way, we hope and we pray. So talking as a parent, um, how do you go about knowing that your child also has like that ability, that free will to not, I mean, accept Christ? Like what is, what is your main focus as a parent 
to that child, like to preaching the gospel to them? Because you don't want to force it. Right. But you also wanted to get it across. So what is your main focus right now? Like Sunday, like Sunday school going like, like what is the uh, goal? Yeah. Yeah. So a, a couple of different things I would say. Um, we go to, we faithfully go to church on Sundays and she has her class that's, she's in first grade right now. So she has her own class that's people her age and, and kids her age. And so we trust that what's being communicated during Sunday school is helping her come to an understanding mm -hmm. of the Bible and who Jesus is. Uh, we do our best to have conversations with our kids at night. Uh, we'll read uh, one of our favorite resources. We've got two of them. One is the Jesus Storybook Bible that really puts Bible stories in language for kids to understand. But then also it's the, I think it's called the the storybook Bible or something like that. There's another one that's very similar to that. I think I know what you're But hopefully yeah. as we read those stories, the some dots connect for them and help them understand. The other thing that that is our primary thing, I try to do it each and every night with my kids is I, I pray with my kids before they go to bed mm -hmm. and pray for my kids. Um, one of our prayers recently has just been, uh, you know, thanking, thanking God for our kids. So I'll sit down with Addie at night and she's in bed getting ready to go to sleep. And I'll say, thank you. Thank you, God, for loving Addie, that Jesus loved Addie and died for her. And hopefully that continues mm -hmm. to massage even her understanding of who Jesus is and what he did for her. So those are some of the big things that, that we do with them. Um, and then we will oftentimes after Sunday school, we'll kind of debrief with our kids. Hey, what'd you learn? Yeah. Yep. And get them to tell us. And it's amazing how little minds work and mm -hmm. how they're able to comprehend what they actually heard in Sunday school. Yeah. Well, sweet. We're going to do a little transition. Oh, so I got, I got a question for you. I was thinking of this in class. Mm -hmm. so a lot of y'all, which period? I don't know. I really don't know. It was may it? have been his class, but I don't know. So you weren't paying attention? <laughs> My brain just wonders. So you weren't um, looking at windows? Uh, okay, 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 okay. So, uh -huh. so yeah. two points for Ryan. Oh, uh, we, <laughs> we, we go after, uh, uh, Ryan, what is, what is early? Oh, oh, early is on time. On time is late and late is unacceptable. Man, you guys got it. <laughs> I love hey, it. Hey, what, what time were you supposed to be here, Drew? <laughs> oh, yeah. Now they're going to throw it back on. <laughs> Your boy walked in at what, 425, a full 10 minutes late? Okay, but that's besides the point. What I was going to ask is... It's unacceptable. I, <laughs> own, I own that. It's, it's okay, it's okay. So a lot of y'all don't know Drew or what he looks like, but a lot of y'all do. He's got style. I was wondering, I was like, if I ever like tried to go for style, I feel like the more <laughs> stuff, I feel like I'd just be wearing the same things over and over again. So where where do you get to that point where you're not going to wear the same things over again, where it's you like switch things up and like how many pairs of black jeans do you have and <laughs> styles and all this? How many vests do you have? I have two vests. Two uh, vests. This black one that I'm wearing right now, which has kind of become my hallmark here, and I have a blue one. So I yeah. kind of, what I try to do is filter them with different shirts underneath so that it doesn't look like I wore the yeah. same thing over again. Yeah. Um, my wife has looked into some of this and she's tried to do it herself. I, I wouldn't say that I do it, but there's this thing called, and maybe the females listening would know what I'm talking about, but it's called capsule wardrobes. What? Where you have like, <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but apparently what you do is you have like 
a few things of each like piece of clothing, like a few pairs of jeans, a few shirts, mm, you know, like accessories, and then you kind of mix and match yeah. them so that it looks like yeah. you still have style, but you're not wearing the same thing over. So like, I only have this pair of black jeans, mm. which I will unashamedly say that I wore these yesterday and I wore them again today. Hey, hey. these jeans that I'm wearing, I wore them to work for three days now. That but it's just, it's just work. I think that's a guy thing. Yeah. yeah we like that. We kind of wear jeans yeah. longer than maybe females do. But see, like one of my problems is I don't have phenomenal style, but I got a couple fits that are, okay. are pretty good. Oh, I got some fits. But the thing is like when it, I have like a couple of them, I don't have like a week's worth. So whenever mm -hmm. I wear those, I feel like it's very noticeable that I'm wearing that fit and mm -hmm. that that fits fancy. And then the rest of the week's just like, yeah, not yeah. regular. I have a, a fit. That I like to call pimping. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> it's my um, blue pants with my yellow dress shirt. And mm. people were like, wow, how did you look good yesterday? But today you look awful. Like it. So I, I try not to style as much now because, you know, I get told I look awful if I don't. But other than that, you know, I feel great. Feel great. Blue pants with a yellow shirt reminds me of the uniform that I had in high school. <laughs> But if you can pull that off, oh, I pull it off. Then, like, oh, I'm, I'm hey, pissed. it doesn't have to look like a uniform. And all I need is a woman to water my candles. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> all right, one last question: What do you put in your hair? Oh, for real? Like, what do you okay. use for your hair? Suavecito. <laughs> Suavecito. It is pomade. That's the brand of pomade, and it's a. I think it's a medium firm. Medium firm. You heard Fine. it. Pomade. So you can go to Amazon and. Search Suavecito. I think I got two. Link not in bio. Yeah, link is not in the bio. <laughs> I we can. Don't, we don't get any royalties from this. <laughs> no, I can't. Shameless, Shameless unaffiliated plug. plug for it. But Unless y'all do want to, you know, sponsor us. Suavecito, sponsor us. We could use another mic, as you could hear in episode four and five. And six <laughs> and seven. But Wait, with that being said, we love y'all. Very much. Very much. Any final words? Jesus loves you, too. Jesus, Jesus loves you, you, too, and more. And if you don't know about Jesus, you need to ask us about it. And email us at justservants2022 at gmail.com. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye.